0: Welcome to the offshoot. I'm the host, Lee Shawn Nelson, and I have a very special guest today, Imani McMichaels. And we're talking about protecting black health. Imani, how are you today?
1: Hello, I'm well, how are you?
0: Very, very well. It's so glad to hey. have you here today on the podcast. Uh, yes, this is I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited as well. I'm- and I, I want people to, to, to learn about health today. And you are someone who can speak on many different levels when it comes to black health. And so as you know, this topic is all about how do we advocate for making black Americans, Native Americans, a protected class of people. And I want you to talk about what's happening in the the areas of health, if you will, whether it be health from institutions or one like yourself taking control of your own health. So let's start with this first question. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's backtrack first. Uh, Tell us briefly a little bit who you are.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm Imani. Um, I am the owner and founder of AlkaLove. And AlkaLove is a brand that promotes self-love through food and wellness, particularly alkaline, plant-based foods. Um, I started this brand because I'm, I am on my journey of self-love. And in the realm of self-love, it's all about being healthy, your mental. And that is not just mentally and just what you consume, in your body but all around so physical activity spirituality all of those things are incorporated into that um, aspect of health so i am on my journey and that is why i started that brand of alkaline.
0: so it's a holistic approach yes yes so so why 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 take this initiative why go out on your own to start your own business uh, around health
1: Yeah, so back in actually I don't remember the year, but when I was 16, I was diagnosed with sclerosis, which is an autoimmune disease that that affects the central nervous system. For me, it affects my eyes and my vision when I do have a flare up. Recently, last year, I um, began my third treatment over the course of 10 years. And by this point, I am a little fed up about having to start another treatment and just Mm -hmm. for me it just seemed like later on it's going to be another one and another one and I don't I'm not I'm choosing not to settle for that so I know that Mm -hmm. there can there is something that can be done and I chose to go the holistic route into um, trying to heal myself and I know that I will and I told you this before that I'm not it's not a hope it's going to happen
0: and I think that's
1: the first step when you're trying to heal yourself or in any type of thing that you're doing is believing that it will happen first.
0: Amen to that, yeah. So what were some of the frustrations with dealing with the traditional method of trying to treat yourself or or with the institutions trying to treat you? So you said Um, that you were like, you're fed up. It's like, you know what? You are taking the the bull by the horns, you know, that you're gonna take control of your own health. Um,
1: Yes, so I started the first medication when I was 16 and then maybe four or five years passed, or maybe three, three or four years passed, and then I did another one. And then now I'm on a current one at this moment. So I haven't stopped any medication just yet. I'm still Mm -hmm. on this current one as I learn and as I figure out what works best for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think just realizing that um, for me that it's less of what, chemicals or things are being put in my body. Yeah. And maybe it's about the food that I'm eating. Maybe mm. it's about um, what I believe can happen. I think just having the institutionalized and the pharmaceutical um, business, I should say, yeah. um, because it is a business, just having that stuff put into you all the time, I don't think is actually carrying anything. Mm. I think it's just masking symptoms and like I said, I won't settle for masking because if it's masked, yeah. that just means that it's still there. And so what happens when that stuff doesn't work or when you do get rid of those things, how's your body to, to function without those things? So my thing is trying to figure out how my body will function yeah. without that medicine when that time does come. And I think that food is one of the most important things that you can do, to, that I can do particularly
0: to heal my body of MS. So it sounds like a couple of things there. One thing is you have to learn your own body. You have to learn you. Absolutely. Okay. And yes. then there's the holistic thing with the mind, body, spirit, and soul kind of being in alignment that you're trying to bring those together. And the institutions work as they may but they still weren't giving you what you needed in terms of that mind, body and spirit You know, coming in together and food right. uh, is what yes. you're seeing the results.
1: Yes, um, I was never when I went to when I had flare ups or when there was a, a issue, I was never told like you should eat this, I was never told anything about just taking care of your mind, I was told to exercise, yes.
0: But why do you you think that was, though? Why do you why were you not told uh, about diet uh, throughout this entire process?
1: It's interesting. I don't know. And as we know, it is a business, so Mm -hmm. um, I do think that it has a lot to do with the pharmaceutical business Um, and it shouldn't be that way. I mean, food is a big thing in the health realm and it, it contributes to a lot of stuff. And I think it should be talked about more. And I just think it's just all the part of the business.
0: And of course, for many black communities, we often hear about the food deserts where a lot of black families can't get access to healthy foods and what have Mm -hmm. you. So if they're going through something and they realize that they have to learn their own bodies and realize that food could be a solution to their ailment, If they live in a food desert, how are they going to get that? Right. Yeah.
1: It is a lot to think about and then it goes deeper than that if there is a food desert or things like that it goes based on what are our communities doing what mm-hmm. access are we or what access is the bigger picture, I guess, or government or who, yeah. whomever are they giving to these communities so that they can flourish and so that they can be healthy too, so I think a lot of times it's it's beyond um the access that we sometimes have right in front of us and it's much higher than we think.
0: So taking control of your own body, your mind, your body, your spirit, uh, Okay, this is something that we know that most people, whether they're Black, White, Native American, Latino, other people of color, they're not really thinking too much about because they're distracted with Mm -hmm. other things, with work and putting food on the table Mm -hmm. any way they can. So, you have a personal experience that's real. Okay, and, but it sounds like that you weren't getting some of the information, or I would say, the protections that you needed to really take care of yourself. So you, that's why you started your own organization. Uh, yeah. So let me just ask you this questions as simply as possible. Uh, are the institutions uh, not doing the community's justice but not protecting them in these ways? or? is it up to the communities, black communities, other communities of color to really just take control of their own health, the way that you take control of your own health?
1: Yes, I think we should take control of our own health. Um, I don't think that institutions are just like, get rid of them right away, because I've, yeah. I've been, it has definitely helped me over the past 11 years or so. I do think further along, um, it could be doing a little damage, um, particularly because I have been on it for 11 years. So Mm -hmm. um, it will be like shocking once I come off. Um, So I don't want to say that there's no goodness. I just don't think that, um, I think that there could be more done, there could be more done, especially the information that we're being given. So about the food that we should eat, how if we should be meditating, all of those things are incorporated yeah. into wellness. And it's very important. And I think for everyday people too, outside of that, and I know there's some people who still um, will like to take their medicine. Everybody's different. Yeah. Um, I'm in no way, shape or form telling anyone to like stop your medicine or do anything. Correct. You yeah. figure out what works best for you, but also learn how to take care of yourself um for you too so whether that is meditating or journaling because that also is helpful for your mindset yeah. and so to just to know like um that you can be healed of something that something can go away um just also doing your own research i think is really important um mm-hmm. to, and that's a number one step into uh, taking control of your health
0: Okay, well, let's let's look at this more broadly then. Okay, because we know that, like we said, uh, that a lot of Americans, you know, live in food deserts, I should say a lot of black Americans live in food deserts, like, you know, we're in the Washington DC area, we know that there are parts of the city that do not have grocery stores, for example, and Yeah, those stores that those communities that do have grocery stores, don't always have the healthiest of foods, if you will, in terms of like, you know, organic produce, or Uh wide assortment of produce, if you will. So uh, this podcast, uh, this this channel is all about like examining uh, our communities, and what protections can be put in place to ensure that one doesn't have to, uh, do so much uh, that will prevent them from living the best life, if you will. In your case, you 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 started your own organization and, and you have a holistic approach to your own health. Uh, but let's look at uh, the institutions first. Okay. So you didn't get a lot of information. You had to basically do your own research. Do you think that there is some things out there that say, uh the physicians that you had to work with over the years uh, that they could have done differently uh, that can be applied uh for those who are not quite where you are but who are still searching for some solutions uh for their own health let's start with the physicians uh, first
1: so is there anything that physicians could have done differently yeah mm-hmm. um yes i think that they could have talked about what well, foods can help um how to change that particularly I know that some um some illnesses or health issues have a lot to do with diet mine in particular they don't particularly associate it with diet so that wasn't something that came up but the Um, diet is working for you Um, I think so. I think that I am I have much more energy. um, I feel better um, and less sluggish. And I know that in the long run, it will work for me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, It's hard for me to tell now because I don't have any um, like visible signs of anything
0: um,
1: that I experienced. But I do think that physicians could do and this is for any illness could do a better job at explaining what foods to eat, um, that is the number one thing. Also, how to take care of yourself. The number one thing that um, attributes to illnesses is stress, and I don't think that physicians talk a lot about stress and how to manage it. And I think that is where, and that's one thing that physicians have told me that um, because no one can tell me where it, where it comes from. Yeah, but they say that it's stress is like the number one thing that can cause my flare ups. So I think that if you talk about how to manage stress, which which is what no one has done, talk to me about how to manage stress. I've kind of figured out what works for me along the Mm -hmm. way. But I think that is what physicians should talk about, what to eat and how to manage stress and how to manage that wellness aspect of all of that, which leads to how you think. And that also leads to your mood. And then that also leads you to um, feel better, essentially. And so I think that's very important. And I think that's something that they can do differently.
0: Okay, so what kind of foods are you eating?
1: So I'm doing an alkaline plant-based diet. I don't put it under the, it is vegan, but I don't, vegan has a very
0: it turns some folks off.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. So I don't say vegan; I say plant based. Um, so I eat foods that are um, that have a pH of seven or higher, that is considered alkaline. And then I also do not eat any foods that are hybrid foods, which means that they have been mixed and matched with other veggies or other fruits and things. Um, okay. I follow I follow the teachings of Doctor Um and he was one and i don't know if you've heard of him before but he was one who has cured many illnesses using the alkaline plant-based diet um and so i've been trying to follow that and trying to figure out what foods work for me and what foods i like and which recipes work for me so i follow that particular um uh like standard of eating as far as alkaline but there are also some People who do like a eighty twenty, um, where they'll do plant based and then maybe have some meat or something like that. Or just but figure it also,
0: out I'm sorry. It's it not challenging because so I'm thinking about let's say spinach or some other kind of greens, kale or collard greens. Uh, mm-hmm. so it can't be easy to find a diversity amount of those kind of plant based uh items, greener. I mean how are you managing that? Where are you, where are you getting your yeah. produce from?
1: So I get a lot of my food from Moms Organic or Whole Foods, but I also go to the international market and they have a ton of different options, like your different mushrooms, they have um, seeded options. So I just found seeded grapes there too. And you mm-hmm. wanna make sure you're eating seeded food because you know that those are, if they have seeds, that means that they're real technically. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you're eating seeded foods and fruits. Um, so I go to the international markets. Um, the uh, farmers market is also good as well. Yeah, um, where you take get a lot of those things because you know, they grow their seeds. So um, yeah, you just want to make sure you check out like your organic markets and mm-hmm. your fresh fruit markets.
0: Yeah. And the other thing you mentioned was stress that the doctors don't talk enough about stress. They mm-hmm. say that they don't know where it comes from. But when it does come, it causes your flare ups. So mm-hmm. again, that's something that you say that could be done differently for others out there who are looking for ways to uh, take control of their own health. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: But again, I, I, I keep going back to uh, people at different economic levels, different educational backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you have people who are in the know not sharing the information about stress and and alkaline-based, plant-based food diets, uh, that leads me to think that, okay, there aren't things out there, there aren't enough things out there to really uh, ensure the protections of people of color. You know black mm-hmm. communities we're in washington dc we're very fortunate that we have uh, a great number of grocery stores to choose from their farmers markets all around the city but when i think about folks in say rural america uh we go do the same thing where are they going to get <laughs> a whole foods
1: you right know? you know yes. so yeah so i think that when you're Looking for options, I think the number one thing to do is not to be so hard on yourself. Do mm-hmm. the best you can with what you have with what you have. So when you're in those spaces where you don't have necessarily a Whole Foods or a mom, but you do have, I'm sure those places do have veggies that you can um get that can help you. You don't want to just go in and get the just because they're selling the donuts and they're mm-hmm. selling the the muffins and things that you get that you don't have to subscribe to that just because it's there there are other options that you can do by doing what you can um by doing the best that you can with what you have there are also a lot of different um places online that i've gotten food from so there are some um other alkaline people and those who eat alkaline that I follow on Instagram, where you could get food from too. So there's a lot of different other options that you can do. And the number one thing too, is to begin growing your own food, which I plan to do one day. So Mm -hmm. and you can always when you grow your own food, you can always choose what you want to grow, you know how it's being grown, and you can take care of it that way. So that's always an option too.
0: Okay, and those are all ways that one can take control of protecting their own health.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And you've been doing it for how long now again?
1: It's been a year. Yes, it's been one year. i um, doing alkaline plant-based. I was vegan, vegan before that, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but alkaline plant-based has been a year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think this is so important because um, black health uh, is not something that's talked about a great deal on any mm-hmm. platform and, and I get it. You know, people have other things going on, but, you know, without your health, how can you do other things, you know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, yeah. and, and, and that's why I feel like, okay, well, I'm not saying that institutions uh, should be the sole entity that is used to protect black health, but mm-hmm. they do have a role. But yeah, and, Absolutely. Yeah. and but protecting our communities, you know, uh, you know, our families, you know, it, I, I guess taking control, I, I'm, I'm gonna, uh, there's a story I remember uh, some years ago, I think I was in my early 20s uh, in undergrad, and we had someone within the family or close to the family who was feeling pain in their abdominal area, and mm-hmm. she ignored it for a long time, thinking that, you know, it would go away, but it ended up being cancer, Of course, by the time that it was discovered, it was too late. And of course, she passed away. And where I'm from down south in rural America, uh, there used to be this belief that, oh, you can pray it away. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, which is basically ignoring uh, what your body is trying to tell you. Uh, And to hear you is like, yes, you took control of your, 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 your own health, your own, your own body, uh, still working with the institutions, the doctors in the mm-hmm. hospitals, et cetera. But because they weren't giving you everything, you found this, this, this new path. And so you are protecting your own health. And I hope that others learn from this that you can take control and protect your own health.
1: Absolutely. Yes, yeah, you can do that and pray at the same time. You still you could pray yes. and you still have to uh do the work too. Um you can't just go away if you don't do the work. So yeah, you definitely can take control of your own health. Um just do your research and figure out what works for you because everything doesn't work for everybody. So and I think that's really important too, just because you see someone doing something a particular way, Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't mean that's gonna work for you. And that's okay, you figure out what works for you. Like, this is your life, this is your journey, and you figure out what works best for you.
0: I could not have said that better. So people, please uh, listen to Imani and take your own health into your own hands, protect your bodies. Uh, Imani, I hope to have you come back again because I do want to continue talking about Black health on this channel. Um, for those who are watching, um, please, uh, check out other content, uh, by looking at the playlist, uh, and previous content from the offshoot, uh, you can go to www.theoffshoot.org to learn more about the podcast in the aggregate, or you can just follow us on Twitter at the offshoot. Uh, and might I tell people where they can find you, uh, what, what's your email, what, what's your website address, or where, where can they learn more about your organization, your business?
1: Yes, you could find me at alkalove.com. So www.alkalove.com. And on Instagram and Facebook, it is alkalove underscore. So, yeah, you can find me there. And we also have some good things coming up. So, you don't want to miss it.
0: Thank you. And please check her out. Uh, I'll make sure that there's a, a link uh, with this video on the YouTube channel. And I hope to have you back again. And, yeah. And, and and everyone again please like and subscribe to this channel and i'll see you next time on the offshoot yes yeah, Thank
1: thanks you. for having me
0: bye